Welcome to Always Real Talk. In the studio, we have Brandon Todd. That is Councilmember Brandon Todd out of Ward 4. Uh, Brandon, welcome to Always Real Talk. Thank you for having me, uh, uh, Chairman Brown. I appreciate it. I'm excited to be on the show. Well, look, good. Good to have you on the show. Hey, this election is a hot election. Let me start off by saying that uh, you are one of the hardest campaigners. Uh, and you know I take campaigning seriously. And I must say that uh, you are a very hard campaign. Ward 4 seems to be on fire in terms of, of campaigns. Um, I remember when you uh, was uh, working with uh, then council member Miro Bowser, who's now the mayor. Uh, but I haven't, you know, you have taken on what I consider the Adrian Fenty constituent service mantle uh, in terms of being out there in the community and being everywhere. There's nowhere I go in Ward 4 and I don't see you, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Not that I go to a lot. I go to some places, but sometimes I just pop up to eat, and there you are. But let's let's jump right let's jump right into it. This is a campaign. Uh, this I, I'm riding through the wards, as you know, and I'm looking at signs everywhere, and I see Brandon Todd sign everywhere. Walk me through where you are in terms of your campaign. Why are you running again? Absolutely, no. That's a great question, and we are five days before the Democratic primary, so obviously we are all the way. Uh, in, in full GOTV mode. Um, but, you know, I got elected in 2015 uh, in a special election, uh, and we were able to hit the ground running in 2015. And what Ward 4 residents told me then uh, is they wanted a council member that would be focused on seniors and aging in place, economic opportunity, preserving and creating affordable housing, world-class and world-class constituent services. Uh, and when we ran our campaign in 2015, we committed to all of those things, hit the ground running. Uh, I ran for re-election in 2015, uh, and now I'm running in the Democratic primary just five days away on June 2nd to continue uh, the work that we started in 2015. Okay. And you've been uh, working hard. You've been out there campaigning hard. You've been doing constituent services hard. Um, walk me through the top three things uh, that, you know, you're talking about on your campaign that people are excited about. And I think it's important for me to uh, walk through a list, a list of people uh, that have endorsed your campaign. You've been on the involved in the council for a long time, over a decade. Yes. And yes. when we start to look at your list, you have uh, SCIU 30BJ, you have uh, AFGE, you have the Teamsters, Lyona, I'm sorry, Lyona. You have the firefighters, you have FOP, MPD, and then you have uh, the Washington Post, uh, you have the ABC contractors, as well as uh, the DC Bar and Restaurant Association. So you also have racked up a list of uh, supporters that are supporting your campaign. Um, have there been any, and I think you have the chairman of the council has supported your campaign also? Yes, I, I'm very proud of all the endorsements uh, that we've received over the campaign. I'm proud to have the endorsement of our mayor, Mario Bowser. I'm proud to have the endorsement of the chairman of the council, Phil Mendelson, and uh, my colleagues uh, at large, council member Anita Bonds, and my colleague, uh, Ward 5 council member Kenya McDuffie. Okay. Uh, and I'm okay. also. Yeah, and I'm proud to have the, the endorsement of the Washington Post, and I'm proud to have the endorsement of, of labor uh, as uh, the labor community in, the, in this race. Now, as nowhere I go, um, when we start talking about seniors, 
uh, in D.C. And I'll, I'll just say in D.C. because, uh, especially in Ward 4, there's no place, no senior I talk to who uh, is not supporting you. That I've talked yeah. to, right? There are probably some out there, but very, I don't know, I haven't talked to anyone that said that was uh, older and said they were not supporting uh, Brandon Todd. Um, we had uh, Janice, uh, uh, you're a person that's running for the seat uh, on earlier, and one of the things that she brought up was Initiative 77. And um, how Initiative 77 and what that did and, and overturning that and the will of the people uh, and how it was hurting uh, people that are waitress. But then I see on your list of endorsed uh, individuals, I see the restaurant associate, the, um, the D.C. Bar and Restaurant Association. Why are they supporting your campaign? Well, you know, Initiative 77 uh, was a very interesting uh, campaign that that was before our city a few years ago. First. We had an outside organization from New York uh, come in, get uh, an initiative placed on the ballot uh, in a pretty misleading way uh, that would hurt our uh, restaurant and bar uh, industry in the district. You know, as the council member representing Georgia Avenue, Kennedy Street, uh, Walter Reed, Eastern Avenue, Riggs Road and South Dakota Avenue, Upper 14th Street, I have seen from my time as a government staffer 13 years ago to my time uh, as a council member the last five years, I have watched uh, restaurants and bars come to places in my ward that they have never been. Uh, and what we want to do is make sure we have an environment that can continue uh, to allow for uh, small businesses to, to locate um, in Ward 4. Uh, you know, the, the, the Bar and Restaurant Association, they're supporting me because a number of their workers uh, were vehemently opposed uh, to the initiative that would essentially cut their pay. Um, you know, what I heard loud and clearly from uh, restaurant and bar workers is that we want the opportunity to maximize um, our income. Uh, and uh, the, the $15 minimum wage would minimize their income. I think it's also important to note that um, D.C. law already um, mandates that if a, a server or someone working in a restaurant or a bar does not make $15 an hour, that their employer is required by D.C. law that exists uh, to make up the difference. So if they make $8 in tips, uh, the restaurant or bar is required to, to get them, make them hold to $15 an hour. Uh, and it's up to our attorney general to enforce that. Uh, and that's exactly what should happen. Uh, so, you know, I take the, the will of the voters very, very seriously, uh, and it was not an easy decision. But um, I heard loud and clear from, from restaurant and bar workers. I heard loud and clear from restaurant and bar owners who are small business folks, right? They live in my ward. They own a business in the ward. Uh, and they were very clear that this would shut them down and shut them down quickly. So, you know, when you look at that, I know there was a contentious battle between some of the bar owners that and waitress and waiters and then uh, some of the owners of the restaurant that said, hey, look, this is going to hurt us and this is going to shut us down. It will not be uh, we won't be able to stay open. I, I have next door. We have a wonderful restaurant uh, and they have been on both sides of the, the fence as it relates to this issue. When it goes to schools, walk us through why people with school children should still support Brandon Todd as it relates to education in additional Columbia and the education in Ward 4? No, that's a great question, Chairman. And I'm very proud of our record of ed on education uh, reform. Uh, I'm proud that in 2015, when I took office, there were zero, zero standalone middle schools in Ward 4. Uh, and I'm very proud that now we have two standalone 
uh, middle schools in our ward. Ida B. Wells, which we reopened, I'm sorry, uh, McFarland Middle School, which was closed in 2007, and we reopened it in 2018. Uh, and we just opened last school year, uh, Ida B. Wells at Coolidge, uh, which is very exciting. So we've made over $300 million in investments in war Corps schools. We've ensured that all war Corps schools that have not seen modernizations are in the capital improvement plan so that they too will get the dollars uh, and the, the attention that they deserve. Uh, so focused on you know, making sure that our school buildings are, are adequate for families, uh, but also making sure that we have robust course offerings and curriculums. I've introduced uh, legislation that require us uh, to triple the number of dual language seats in DC public schools by 2025. Uh, I can't go to any part of World Four and hear from a family that does not want their child to, to be in a dual language immersion program, and we should be doing that in our schools. Okay, and so you're saying that there is a plan laid out to ensure that every school is modernized in Ward 4? Absolutely. We've gotten all of the schools that have not received uh, modernization in the capital improvement plan. So they'll all be modernized. So walk me through, uh, you have the MPD, you have the F FOP MPD, and you have the fire department, the fire, you know, the firefighters, all supporting your campaign. Uh, you have, you know, someone is running against you who said that, that we need to, you know, do more for public safety, but they're supporting you. Why are they supporting your campaign? No, we I think we're really fortunate in, in our ward and in our city uh, to have a, a fantastic police department that that prioritizes community policing, uh, that prioritizes keeping our neighborhoods and, and business corridors safe. Uh, you know, public safety is a challenge in the city. Uh, and. You know, there are some who believe that we should have less police uh, in the District of Columbia. And in fact, that we should divest uh, from MPD and redirect funding. I think that we should do the exact opposite. Um, we are a city that is growing uh, and we have to grow our police uh, force to ensure uh, that we have uh, adequate resources uh, to keep people who have been here for 50 years, uh, for 10 years, for five years, and people who are coming safe. Likewise, with the, the fire and emergency management services, we have to continue to grow that department so that we can adequately respond uh, to public safety needs. As it relates to public safety as a whole, um, I think that we have to, along with growing our police force, we also have to have a focus uh, on uh, a public health approach uh, to, to public safety. You know, in 2016, I voted to uh, support the NEAR Act, which created the Office of Neighborhood Safety and Engagement, uh, which uh, does exactly that. And so uh, in the budget for 2021, I'll be fighting to make sure that we keep uh, the, the added resources that, that are allocated to MPD uh, to, in, to increase the cadet program, because that's hugely important, but also uh, that we add uh, additional resources where needed to the Office of Neighborhood Safety and Engagement, because they do a great job um, at being boots on the ground, uh, being a partner with the police um, in, in getting to the root causes um, of why people commit crimes. Absolutely, and uh, as, we, as we close, uh, and you have the Ward 4 residents that uh, have been with you. Some, you know, have, you know, someone else's sign in the yard. But it, it seems to be that you're campaigning hard. You're taking nothing for granted. Uh, you're out there every day. I'm getting an email, a social media with somebody saying, go Brandon. I'm with Brandon Todd. 
um, uh, which means that your you know your campaign is still on fire. Yes. Um, as we close, what would you like to say to those Ward Four residents that uh, still may be undecided? I, I absolutely thank you for the opportunity. I, I would say that uh, over the last five years, we have uh, prioritized an agenda uh, that is truly a Ward Four agenda. Uh, great schools, uh, seniors' ability to age in place, uh, clean and safe neighborhoods, growing and thriving corridors uh, like Georgia Avenue, like Kennedy Street. Uh, we have an, a, a huge opportunity uh, to redevelop 66 acres at Walter Reed, uh, and I've been laser focused on that project. We helped to bring uh, Whole Foods uh, there. Uh, over the last five years, we've, we've either created, preserved, or have in the pipeline over 2,000 units of affordable housing across the spectrum. A number of those units are dedicated to seniors uh, and world-class constituent services. I've been focused over the last five years and will continue to be so uh, on ensuring uh, that the government of the District of Columbia uh, is delivering for Ward 4. So whether that's DDOT, uh, repaving an alley or a roadway or fixing a sidewalk or trimming your trees uh, or making sure that the 4th District has the appropriate level um, of MPD resources that it needs to keep us safe uh, or making sure that we're doing everything we can to attract uh, that cool new bistro or coffee shop to one of our corridors that uh, needs the investment. And so uh, we have uh, created three Main Street designations in my tenure, uh, Kennedy Street, Upper 14th Street, Upper Georgia Avenue, uh, and the Parks Main Street at South Dakota and Riggs Road. And so nobody will work harder uh, for Ward 4, nobody will work longer for Ward 4 residents, and nobody will work smarter and be more diligent and focused. And the Washington Post uh, summed it up perfectly in their endorsement when they said uh, that Brandon Todd doesn't chase national headlines uh, or focus on national agendas, uh, but that he really focuses on a Ward 4 agenda. Uh, and that's focusing, like I said before, on school reform and seniors uh, and safe and clean neighborhoods and a thriving business corridor uh, and uh, the preservation and creation of more affordable housing. And that's what I've been focused on for five years. Uh, and that's what I'll be focused on over the next four. So go out and vote. If you have uh, if you have received your uh, vote by mail ballot, mail it today to make sure that your vote is counted. If you haven't, please visit one. Uh, of our voting centers in Ward 4, uh, or you can call our campaign at 202-599-4708 if you have questions. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And June 2nd, and the good thing about it, once again, you can go anywhere and vote, right? You don't, you can go inside Ward 4, you can go outside of Ward 4, you can go wherever is closer to you. We just encourage everyone uh, to get out there and vote. June 2nd, get out there and vote right exercise uh, your right to vote uh, uh council member hopefully uh we'll see you uh june 2nd june 3rd june 3rd hopefully you'll come back on the show and visit us absolutely all right hey here. once again june 2nd ward 4 uh yeah brandon Cod brandon todd who's laid out his vision uh for the ward and wants to continue to make that happen uh once again if it's always real talk you know it's going to be real